the real true A players that may already have a personal brand, they're not starting from scratch, which that beginner training was kind of people starting from scratch and building a credible authority. If you know what you're talking about, you're comfortable in front of the camera and you can put, you know, nine to 12 posts up, then I suggest you go heavy on the outreach strategy. You're listening to the Traffic and Funnels Show. Today, we're going into social media outreach tactics, and I'm super stoked to teach you on this because this is actually where my majority of my expertise comes from. So um, the other stuff is important if you're going to build a social media outreach campaign, right? You need a powerful personal brand. You need to have some type of credible authority to show your audience who you are. Right, so if you're building content, uh, let's just say in sales, if you're in sales, let's just say you're teaching about sales tactics, right? Just like how I am right now, you wanna build that personal brand. So let's just say if it's Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, any one of those platforms, YouTube, right? You just need to be making content about who you are, right? You need people to trust you. And if in order to break that trust barrier, uh, in order for them to get on the phone with you and feel comfortable with you, you need to put yourself out there. So getting in front of a camera can be slightly uncomfortable. I've done this probably, you know, 50 times. So it's a little bit more comfortable for me, but um, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things that's just, um, it's, it's mega important to know what you're talking about, feel comfortable about what you're talking about and uh, really provide real raw value. Uh, right, so a lot of people are just regurgitating a lot of stuff out there, but you want to be able to make sure you're providing actual value in what you're talking about. So, uh, starting with building a personal brand, I'm just going to kind of do a review of it uh, so you understand because it, it kind of ties into doing some outreach tactics. So, if you're building a personal brand, you want to make sure you have a really good bio, right? So, Instagram, you know that you have. Um, actually, let me just go ahead and share my screen. It might be easier to reference what I'm talking about here. Here is Instagram, right? So um, we're just gonna pull up my profile here and we're gonna check out my, uh, my bio here. So uh, this stuff, you know, when I was doing this before, I was really active. I was doing, um, you know, traveling to Ventures. So that's why I still have all this stuff up here on the top. You wanna put your location just to make sure your location relevant, right? So put the little pin, you only have a certain amount of characters. So just put the, the two letters that you're in uh, so people know where you are. And then put what you do, right? So I'm a content strategist at Levels of Wealth, and I also uh, have a software company that I do some marketing for. So uh, I, it's a social media CRM, says exactly what it is, right? So if you're, if you're teaching on sales, you might say, uh, you know, like for our sales mentor. So for this one here, high ticket sales coaching and academy. So think about it as like your tagline, who you are, what's your, you know, seven to 10 words, maybe, uh, you know, 10 max of what you do, who you are, and how, how you serve the community, right? So we specifically offer high ticket sales coaching, and it's an academy that helps people with coaching and things like that. So um, that's kind of like what it is, right? It's a high ticket sales coaching and academy. In one line, that's exactly what we do. So try to spend some critical thinking, right? Uh, really ruminate on what you do and who you are, um, because you want to fit, fit yourself into a brand, right? So you think about how a company like Google or Apple, you know, Apple has, um, those commercials with the slow motion you know graphics and everything and it shows the phone and all the details and how sleek it is and how simple and easy to use it is right that's why people buy apple so they have a why behind what they do when you're building a personal brand you need to do that on social media as well uh, and and obviously not just in your content but also in your bio 
So the second thing here is we help sales pros scale their income to 10K plus per month. So it's kind of a, an addition on top of the high ticket sales coaching and academy. We say specifically what we help people do. So there's the what and there's the why. So you can kind of answer the couple, you know, the, the what, why, how, um, who, you know, those types of questions you want to answer in your bio. And then you put a call to action, right? So book a free consultation with one of our sales coaches below. Uh, I might even put 15 minute in there, right? If I have enough characters, I might, I might edit that and say book a free 15 minute consultation because the more information you put, the more deal sizzler information you put, the more people are going to feel um, like they can trust you because you're giving them information, right? So they might think it's an hour long consultation. Give, give them as much information as possible. Um, be as transparent as possible, right? Including in your content, say exactly what you do. Um, you know, and not, not about the benefits of what you do, right? That's, that's kind of the line, right? That's why it's kind of like a dichotomy. You need to give away value, uh, but not have it seem sales pitchy, right? You want to actually give away raw value because if you're trying to persuade someone, everyone's trying to persuade someone to do something, right? But if you actually just give the value and just, just give the raw transparent value of, of what you do and, 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 um, people will automatically trust you, right? You're not giving away all of your secrets. You're just telling them what you're good at and then they will hire you. They will call you because they want to know more of that. You're their shortcut to that. So the more you put yourself out there, the better that is. So I didn't want to spend too much time on personal brand, but hopefully that makes sense. You want to make sure you're putting content out there, make lots of reels, you know, uh, just to kind of touch on the content strategy of what we talked about last week from the personal brand. Um, you, you really want to be making maybe like an hour of content. So this video is probably going to be about 10 minutes to, you know, maybe 30 minutes max. Uh, but you want to be able to make anywhere between 10 minutes to an hour long. I suggest an hour long because you could get more content out of that. Um, so you have an hour long piece of content that you can throw on YouTube and then you can cut that content down into micro content that you could post on YouTube, uh, YouTube shorts, right? Cause they take that 60 second vertical clips, that same 60 second vertical clip can be posted to Instagram and TikTok. So you're getting cross platform, right? For the same amount of work. A lot of people think they need to make unique content for different platforms, but you really don't viral is a language. So if you make something uh, viral once on one platform, it'll go viral on other platforms as well. So little secret for you all, but um, so just take that for what it is. But uh, yeah, make sure you're building a good content strategy and it doesn't need to be anything fancy. I, I will touch on one more thing for the content strategy for y'all. Let's see, it was pain free. So this brand we've had up for, I mean, five years or so. This is one of my past clients uh, who has sold pain, you know, uh, pain products for horses, essentially. And so um, they had this one specifically that they wanted us to run a campaign for. It was Nuprofen. Uh, and all we did was make nine posts and explain what the product did, right? We made graphics for it and... Um, you know, put a description of what each one is, you know, the before and after. So it's kind of like a website, you know, it kind of explained everything about what the product was in just those nine posts. So you can do the same for your personal brand. It doesn't have to be just a brand brand. You can literally put up nine posts in, in general if you don't want to make content consistently, because I know it takes a lot of time. If you're going to be hitting the DMs and doing a lot of social media outreach, which takes a lot of time as well, than uh, to do right, right? Because you need to follow up with people, you need to push these conversations through, they have a call with you, and then you follow up with them after the call. Um, so there's different ways to kind of move them through the pipeline to make sure they don't get stuck. Um, but 
so if you want to go that route, then just make sure you have a simple content strategy, right? You know, nine to 12 posts total say it says exactly what you do. You give away some value and you're pushing to a call to action. So think about your Instagram almost like a website. It's a visual version of your website. It's a grid of photos to visually explain what you do, give away the value, right? Nobody likes reading things anymore. Um, so don't, don't try to be one of those content creators that that's, that's too much overdone, right? Don't, don't be a copywriter. Don't, don't write big, long posts. People have an attention span of ten, seven seconds, right? So don't, um, don't spend so much time on content and you know, write these really long posts. All you really need is nine to 12 posts to establish yourself as a credible authority. So I wanted to make sure I gave you guys that before we move on to, um, yeah, so one last thing I want to touch on here. The reason I say this with content, right, is because I've done the whole content journey. It was great for inbound traffic. If you rank for hashtags, you get on the Explore page, there's different ways you can algorithm hack um, and, and really rank for that Explore page and get a lot of inbound traffic. Um, but there's over 100 million posts a day on Instagram, and so it's really hard to rank and compete with that much content. So um, really, the, the best strategy here is outbound. That's why I saved this for the last. This is for the real true A players that may already have a personal brand. They're not starting from scratch, which that beginner training was kind of people starting from scratch and building a credible authority. If you know what you're talking about, you're comfortable in front of the camera and you can put you know, nine to 12 posts up, then I suggest you go heavy on the outreach strategy, which I will get into right now. So if you're looking for somebody, um, you know, I'm just gonna use Jeremy Miner. He's a industry legend in the in the sales space, and so for us specifically, if we're going to be um, reaching out to, if if we're salespeople and our our ideal customer persona is someone looking to get into sales, right? So I'm speaking specifically for our industry, right? So we're we're looking for people who might already be in sales, you know, they're car salesmen, uh, they may make, you know, five grand a month, and they're looking to get to 10 grand a month plus, right? That's only done with high ticket sales. A lot of people don't even realize that high ticket sales online are even a thing. And so where are some places that we kind of look for to find people who A, might have some sales experience or zero experience, so you don't really need experience. So I'm going to try to find a couple of different people. A, sales coaches who have a lot of experience. Uh, B, uh, sales uh, people, sales reps who may have, you know, one to two years of experience uh, and might be making 5K a month and want to break through and haven't heard of high ticket coaching. And then C is the people who don't have any sales experience, uh, but they're in the entrepreneurship space, they're in the mindset space, uh, they're, they're high achievers who are looking for more, they're hungry, right? Um, and so th those are the three groups of people that I'm going to kind of look for here. But obviously copy and paste this for your own industry and find, you know, three different groups of personas that you want to make your dream 100 list out of, right? So we have Jeremy Miner here. He's in sales, right? Eli Wild is, is another person, Eli Wild sales. Um, so this is someone who probably has a lot of high ticket people. He, he has everyone across the board, right? 100,000 people. He's just a, a sales mogul. So this is a good place to start to get all three, right? And you can kind of start to um, qualify people as you're looking through some of, his, uh, some of his accounts. So the way that you find people is... There's a couple different ways I do this. One, you go to following and look at people he's following. So usually there'll be other sales leaders, right? Fitness, business coach, biz consultant, 
um, you know, these are these are pretty pretty high level people. Kobe Bryant, right? Um, so you're you're gonna you're gonna get some high level people in here. Um, so sometimes the following doesn't always work. Following usually works if somebody has like you know ten thousand followers or less. Uh, and they're following other people who have 10,000 followers or less. Those are people, you know, maybe they do Instagram influencing for a little bit, right? And they make a little bit of money doing Instagram influencing. Uh, you know, they have 10,000 followers. So they might get a couple of brand deals here and there, but they also might be looking for something different. So uh, you could also reach out to those people as well. Those are really high quality leads. So uh, always look at the following list. That's a great one. He doesn't follow any hashtags. So uh, we're not going to check out any hashtags here. But we can find similar accounts down here. So these are a little bit different than accounts he follows, right? So these are similar accounts. Um, great. The suggested one has 4,000 followers. He's a CEO of Agency Lab. Now he's probably doing pretty well himself. So he's probably not a, a great lead. He's probably not wanting to get out of what he's doing, right? If he has a successful business. But you can also look at people that are following him. And even better yet, look at people who are engaging with his posts. So he has 70 people who likes his post. A lot of these people are international. Eh. Look at people who have like a good profile picture, right? So as you're kind of skimming through, you can hover over. Okay, so this guy's in the gym. He's probably pretty good. Yeah, let's let's start with that, gym rest. So he, ha he has a, a gym brand, right? So he's an online coach and fitness model. Um, but online coaches also need to learn high ticket sales, right? So this isn't like a, a full-time thing that, that we're really helping people get into, um, you know, sales careers, right? Sales careers can be a part-time thing. That's kind of the point of it. So, um, and maybe he's just wanting education, right? Um, sales education to better sell his own fitness stuff. So he would be a great lead, right? So we'd, we'd add him to the list. You can either uh, bookmark a tab or create a G sheet. Or there's plenty of other softwares like socialcycle.io is a great software. It's actually my software that helps people do outreach. So a shameless plug, but uh, that'll help you to create a cadence of engagement and keep all these people in what's called an SRM, a social relationship manager, similar to HubSpot or Pipedrive. Have you ever seen those? Those are called CRMs, which are usually used for email. SRMs are used for social media contact management. Um, so, you know, if you don't want to use a spreadsheet, if you don't want to bookmark a couple of tabs, if you don't want to, you know, write it down in your, in your notebook, then, um, you know, I suggest you, you get a software to, to help you out with that. But if you don't want to use the software, um, you know, a, a paid option, then you can definitely just use a spreadsheet, put them all in there, highlight rows when they go from cold to warm to hot, right? Um, there's, there's multiple different ways you can, you can run a good outreach campaign. For this one, uh, online coach fitness model, you add them to the list, right? And you can just keep going down the rabbit hole. So who does he follow? It looks like he uses a follow on follow method because he follows 2,100 people and has 4,800 followers which is usually pretty good because if he uses the follow and follow method, it means that he is following similar accounts who might be looking for the same thing. So, I mean, all of these people are good. This person has a fundraiser. They live their life uh, probably into fitness, right? If somebody's into fitness, they're usually a high achiever. I love people who are into fitness because they have a lot of energy and zest about life. Uh, lifestyle transformation coach. This person would be good, right? He's looking. Anybody who is an online coach is is pretty good for for our stuff, right? Because coaches um, really love to grow their businesses and and they're really motivated. Uh, 
they may make, you know, 5k a month in the coaching business. They may have been doing it for a little bit. So you just kind of got to get in your head and in the psyche of, of the people that you're looking to reach out to. Cause if you're a salesperson, you're looking to solve a problem that they have. And so, um, you know, a lot of coaches, especially on, on Instagram, um, you know, as an Instagram influencer myself, you know, there's, it's very rare. You're always putting your best face forward, right? So it's very rare unless you have a hundred thousand followers plus it's very rare that you're actually making um, a, a good living doing it on. I, I can share with you numbers of what companies pay based on engagement of posts and everything, but um, Instagram influencing by itself is, is not a good career. So if somebody has a lot of followers, don't just assume that they're a disqualified lead. That probably means that they're more qualified and looking for something different because um, Instagram content creation is a hamster wheel that never ends and uh, the return to value is, is not a ton. So just keep that in mind when you're reaching out to people on Instagram, and this goes for all platforms. Um, there's not influencers on, on you know, LinkedIn or Facebook, but those are the other two platforms. Twitter is a really good platform. Obviously you can't really do outreach on, on YouTube. Um, so I, I suggest going with Instagram first, then LinkedIn. Uh, and make and you know I'll, I'll go to this in a second, but um, you just get on a passion soapbox. Make sure your your engagement is genuine, right? When you're when you're reaching out to these people, you don't want to just do a connect and pitch, or you know if you're commenting on a post, you don't want to just say nice post, right? Um, when you're outreaching to these people, you, and you don't just want to send them a DM and say you know hey what's up, um, you know you want to make sure you follow them first, you know engage on a couple of posts, like on day one comment on day three, like I said, social cycle can help you out with this because um, it's going to be a constant uh, a reminder of the days to engage with them, right? It'll just say like on day one, on day three, after you throw them in the sequence, you'll you'll comment on their post and then you'll just leave a genuine comment. Um, I don't believe in templates, right? So you can just, you know, if it's about this post here, let's go into the training now, right? So if it's about, um, let's not do like a, a pinned post, right? It needs to be something recent. So uh, how to fit exercise when you're too busy. Now, obviously you'd actually wanna watch this if you're gonna comment on it, but I'm just gonna leave a comment here. Also, if you know you're gonna be busy at certain points. I completely agree. I cannot type today. I completely agree. Priority over balance is key to a healthy business strategy. So we have, I completely agree. Priority over balance is a key to a healthy business strategy. Boom, sent. Nope, business strategy. Enter does not post here. It tags somebody for some reason. Okay, so you see that my comment is Okay, this person is obviously hitting like the DMs hard. He, he's doing a good outreach strategy. So usually you'll see a couple people that leave like a couple of emojis or um, how do I get wham? I've, <laughs> I don't know what wham is. Maybe I should. Uh, we have that second point, intensity is key. See, so these people are doing good, right? Um, these people are just like here for this brother, like they, they, great tips, you know, like those are really, um, you know, just bland vanilla comments, right? It's like everybody just looks past those, but not only is this, is this valuable to the person that's posting the post, but um, <laughs> I'm using their example because their example is, is better than mine, right? Um, but uh, 
you you want to make sure that um, it's it's not just for the person that's posting the post. It's also for other people that are reading the post as well, other commenters, other people in the industry, right? So you're you're kind of giving them a chance to. Um, this is like your billboard, right? Just like you have a billboard when cars are driving by on the freeway. This is your chance to be a billboard. It's there forever, right? Uh, and if this post hits the explore page, because this person's obviously into content. Literally, you don't have to have a content strategy. You could just comment on a bunch of people who have a great content strategy and wait till their post hits the explore page and that many more eyeballs see just your comment. And then they go to your page and see 12 posts and they're like, oh shoot, this person gave me way more value in 12 posts than this person gives me because I'm not gonna scroll down and check out all of their posts, right? If you have 12 posts, you're more likely to, to watch every 12 of those posts. Um, is more interesting, right? You need to do different things than everybody else is doing. So um, that is uh, that is the outreach strategy for that. So in order to find more people, um, you know, just use that drop down arrow. Look in their following. Look people. Look for people who comment and uh, and like. So the pin posts are a great post for that. If somebody has pin posts, then uh, make sure you're looking on on their likes and followers because that's where they have like the most amount of people. Yeah, I mean we're, we're obviously deep in the fitness niche. You can see there's a ton of people that you can just start to to reach out to here. And also the people who comment long comments. Um, so that's that, that looks like a, a automated comment. But the people who comment longer comments um, usually are, are more engaged, or not usually they they are more engaged, right? So. Definitely reach out to the people who comment longer comments because we all stick together. So if you're commenting on other people's posts and you're doing the outreach strategy, when you reach out to other people who are also doing an outreach strategy, it's kind of a match made in heaven. You know, it's not like a pitch fest where you guys are pitching each other. That's the way it used to be, right? Uh, now it's kind of more like a genuine personalized engagement. Like, hey, I'm literally just connecting with you because I saw that you're in sales or I saw that you're in fitness. Um, how long have you been doing fitness for? You know, these, these, are, these are things that you can start to really implement into your outreach strategy, right? Um, you pretty much, af after liking on day one, right? You, you follow them on day one, like on day two, uh, comment on post on day three, comment on post on day seven, right? And then um, maybe on day eight or after the comment on day seven, you DM them, right? So after you DM them, it's like, you know, you don't need to pitch them and say, hey, you know, I saw that we like similar content. Um, do you have a chance to get on the phone for 15 minutes to talk? Or, hey, I do this, right? You, you need to be more interested than interesting, right? I'm trying to get better at brevity. So um, try to get better yourself at being more interested than trying to be interesting, right? So um, just be interested in what they do. They'll spill it out. Like, how did you get involved in this industry? Um, how, uh, how long have you been doing this for? What do you like about it? What do you dislike about it? Um, you know, uh, maybe don't get into things like you know how much how much money do you make? I I think that's uh, that's a little that, that's probably saved for saved for a call, right? But um, there's just, there's uh, you just you kind of feel the flow, right? It's hard to think about. I don't have any written down, but um, you just do this from experience, right? So you just you have a, you have a couple of questions in your head that you ask pretty much all the time to people to just get to know them, right? Another great one is. Um, maybe not as business relevant, but form, uh, family, occupation, recreation, and motivation. Um, those, are, those are great things just to get to know, to know people, right? Um, just to have as like conversation topics in your head. Uh, so you can also use form within, uh, you know, the, the DMs as well. You know, what, what does your family do? Um, 
and you spend a lot of time with them, you're, you're literally just getting to know them as a person and you're building rapport with them, right? Um, you're, you're just uncovering things that they like and they dislike. And then if it makes sense, after a couple of DMs, like after 10 to 20 DMs, right, after a full conversation, uh, then maybe it makes sense to get on a call with them, right? So, um, you know, after they've, they've given you a couple of uh, limiting beliefs that they've had, you know, you, you kind of uh, grab these things as like, almost tools, right? They're, they're, um, they're nuggets along the way that you can use. And I hate to use the word ammo, right? But I, I think uh, for lack of better terms, it's, it's ammo that you can use later. They're literally giving you um, their, their own um, objection handling stuff, right? When they're telling you what, what they're struggling with. Um, so, you know, your, your sales is literally just to help them solve those problems that they're having. Um, even even the likes, right? So if they like something, but they're not getting enough of it, can you help them get more of the thing that they like? Um, then just let them know that, you know, you're, you're there to help them. If you don't believe in the solution that you're selling, then, then don't be selling it, right? But if you actually believe that you can, you can um, help them with that problem, and it doesn't have to be just um, getting them out of the career, right? I'm just speaking for, for our own, for, for sales, um, helping people get into sales and high ticket sales and, and break through their glass barriers and, and make 10K plus per month. Yours might be, um, you know, uh, staffing trucking drivers or, um, you know, selling uh, an e-commerce product or selling software. Uh, you know, there's, there's multiple different um, use cases, right? It could be something food related or, you know, all that stuff, right? So um, that is how you do your social media outreach strategy. Um, make sure you build your list, list of Dream 100. Look through similar accounts, and I showed you how to do that here. You go through the followers, you go through the following, you go through the drop down of similar posts or similar accounts. All right, so just go through those. There's an endless amount here. And you just keep going down the rabbit hole. You can build your dream 100 real quick doing this. And fitness is actually, I started off easy because fitness is a really easy industry to get into. Fitness is huge on Instagram. You'll kind of, uh, I'll just tell you them right now. You'll get used to which industries are good on Instagram if you do it a lot. But um, fitness is really, really good. Uh, travel is really, really good. Food is really popular. Um, entrepreneurship, mindset, all of that stuff is really popular on Instagram. Um, cars accounts are popular on Instagram. Anything visual is really, really popular on Instagram, obviously, because Instagram is dominantly the visual platform. Uh, Twitter is really good for real estate, crypto, um, Web3, anything, stocks, finance. Um, they have this thing called like money Twitter, like this group of people on Twitter making like a ton of money, like 100K plus per month on e-commerce only. Um, so there's a lot of like e-commerce on there, pretty much anything online um, and real estate, right? Um, uh, just to show you how, how this works, right? Just to give you even a case study, uh, one of my business partners, my business partner in the software company, he knew somebody on Twitter and uh, he, he's known him for like two years on Twitter, right? And, uh, and this guy literally, he, t he was, you know, and just from DMs, right? They just knew each other from engaging in each other's posts, right? Because they liked similar stuff. They were in the same, the same industry of sales and, and cold email. And so uh, he ended up after two years saying, hey, do you want to get into a, a real estate deal together? And the guy says, sure. And without any contracts, you know, this probably isn't good business, right? But just to show you how much trust is built on Twitter, without any contracts, without anything being signed, and without ever meeting in person, right? Barely Zoom calls, right? They've literally just DM'd on Twitter together. 
um, the, the guy that he met on Twitter, the guy that my business partner met on Twitter, sent him, wired him $60,000 for a real estate deal, 60 grand. Um, and, you know, I mean, this guy obviously has a lot of money, but 60 grand isn't a small chunk of change. He just trusted him through his connection on Twitter. So um, if you're not utilizing social media as a place to meet people, uh, I, I would definitely get on top of that. I don't get why people do. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of advertising going around, which isn't a bad thing. Advertising is still good, right? But it's oversaturated. You got to do things that nobody else is doing. You got to think differently, right? That's how you get results. I mean, you know, just, just to put it bluntly with you guys, like, I'm sorry, but if, if you're, if you're uh, just kind of doing what everybody else is doing, then you're not going to get, uh, you know, high lead, lead quality and, and things like that. So ensure that you um, are doing different things. You need to be doing social media outreach, build a personal brand, get in front of a camera, it's it's not that hard and um, I I'm sorry I'm so passionate about this I just care about it it's like why are not more why are more people not doing outreach and seeing this opportunity the same way that I see it because there's lots of high quality leads and I, I see the success stories of people that wire sixty thousand dollars and people who have hundred thousand dollar deals um, you know for, for software just through Twitter and LinkedIn so that's good for Twitter, right? Twitter's really good for all the online stuff, money, Twitter, um, you know, real estate, online businesses, uh, Web3, crypto, finance. Um, yeah, I, I'm not too involved in any other networks besides those. So there's probably way more that I'm not thinking of. Like news, news sources are really big on Twitter. So anything that's happening like right now, you can engage on that stuff, right? So, um, you know, Twitter's really good for like, you know, current events and things like that. You can find people engaging with that current event and then you can like literally solve the problem for them. That's a really good way other than like finding hashtags and things like that. That's why I like Twitter. It's a really good platform for that. Um, and nobody's doing outreach much on it. So people are doing outreach a ton. Like auto DMs are huge on Instagram and, and LinkedIn, but auto DMs and comments aren't too big. I know Elon's talking a lot about bots being on Twitter, but um, they're, not, they're not too big on Twitter. Uh, and then the last one is LinkedIn. LinkedIn is huge. A lot of people are doing like connecting pitches because there's a lot of LinkedIn automation softwares and it's really bad for your account to not use automation softwares. That's why I built my software. It's not automation at all. At all. It just reminds you of when to engage. It puts people through a sequence and then you manually engage. And not only will that help your account health um, overall, right? It won't get your account shut down, but it also uh, make people feel like you're personalizing the sale towards them, right? Sales should be personalized. It shouldn't just be how many people can I reach out to and fill in my pipeline? If I talk to enough, then I get the sale, right? Then it just becomes a, a script, right? You don't, sales scripts are a thing, yes, but you don't wanna, you wanna use a script as a guide, right? Not, not as like exactly the things that you say and just pushing people through the, the pipeline, just getting, getting through the numbers, right? Law of averages, right? All of that stuff, um, it's all frou-frou. You want to you want to actually make sure you're personalizing the sales process. So don't use automation tools. Um, just again, a shame a shameless promo there, but um, make sure that you're genuinely engaging, right? So uh, when you're leaving the comments, make sure you you know like on day one, comment the genuine stuff, then direct message, and as you're moving them through, you know highlight the rows. This person's warm because they scheduled a call, and now this person's hot because they've been set with an account executive, and you know. Um, you know, that, that person would be out of your pipeline now, right? Uh, they're into a, a new pipeline. So um, however you want to manage your sheets, that's how you do that. But um, when it comes to LinkedIn, uh, LinkedIn is a great place for B2B, you know, uh, business to business. And pull this back up here. So um, LinkedIn is, is B2B. 
so you know it's going to be high level executives, enterprise, um, you know, team leaders. Uh, it could be uh, sales professionals, anybody in the professional network. You know, you see the advertisements on TV for LinkedIn. There was a couple even on the Super Bowl. It's all geared towards professionals. So you know that LinkedIn is the professional network. If you have some high quality stuff, you need to get on LinkedIn and do some high quality outreach. Um, you know, ads are really expensive on LinkedIn. Outreach is free. Um, they have they have InMail, right? LinkedIn in, InMail. So if you want to get to like the, with the really high level executives and use InMail, but most of the people who are kind of that in that in between, right? Instagram and Twitter is more of like the lower end people, even though they are like money Twitter with the people making 100K plus per month. You can find good people on Instagram and, and Twitter, but um, LinkedIn is really that professional network. Um, and so again, everybody's used to the automation. So if you're literally following and connecting on day one and not sending a connection request or even just following them on day one, right? No connection requests at all. Uh, and then you like a couple of their photos, a couple of their posts, right? You comment on a couple of things. Maybe you endorse them for something. If you've worked with them, um, obviously you don't want to endorse anybody that you don't haven't had any experience with, but there's a lot of cool features on LinkedIn that you can start to utilize, right? Have you, after you've had about a week of engagement with them and they've gotten used to seeing you and understanding who you are, they may not have reached out to you yet, but they know who you are. They know you guys are in the same industry, right? So it's not going to be that huge of a surprise when you send a connection request with them and say, hey, I've been engaging with your post a couple of times. I found you on hashtag this. I found you on this feed. Um, I found us through a mutual friend, a mutual connection. This person, right? These are great openers. And then uh, you pretty much just say, how long have you been in the industry? Um, what do you do specifically in this industry? Um, how did you get involved? Uh, you know, simple questions like that or use form, family, occupation, recreation, and motivation. Um, so those are great outreach tactics. Uh, go and start on Instagram, Twitter, and <laughs> go ahead and start on Instagram, Twitter, and, um, and LinkedIn. And that's pretty much it.